Vikings I was ready to jump banter week four. Last week I said Vikings weekly. That's no more. That doesn't exist anymore. Uh, big, big W's. I uh, just want to hear how everybody feels about this. I feel my parents were in town this weekend. Grandparents got to meet Khaleesi for the first time. And uh, it's, we, we all left just feeling relieved and realizing that like we're just back. It just feels like we're back. That's right? How feel, you know, huh? That's how you feel? Is we're back? That's how you feel that we're back? Did you? We we kept them. We almost gave them back the season back. But look, the uh, NFL is game by game. All you need is a W. Start stacking W's. Look, I'm going to keep you around for the rest of my life. W. I'm so glad we met because you are <laughs> the most positive warm man i think i've ever met my entire life that and i appreciate watch that. this season and just be like let's fucking go like <laughs> it's like super bowl lj bought yeah. his ticket to, uh, to vegas this week like i'm not gonna be dark today i'm not gonna i'm not gonna shit on our parade we won i'm happy we i'm not actually happy we won i was rooting against us i'm not gonna lie because i was ready for the full tank but we won but we were supposed to win like this if we had lost i would have smashed my face through something in a pseudo celebration but, but if we lose it's kind of fun to be able to like prepare for the draft in october if we had lost yes yeah, yeah if we lose like it's kind of fun like you start watching college football ready. and be like oh who are we gonna get well, oh, I was, I was your favorite time of the year is the draft this would have been like the most iconic year for you it's like yeah. i would have been i would have been all in. you would have uh -huh. been so locked in yeah draft draft day starting you know seven months in advance it would have been it would have been rough but also then you have the fear of like every week actually having to root against the team you love like that's that's that hurts that's dark shit no, that's yeah hard. <laughs> you guys have ever you guys before? Yeah. like What's you up? actually rooted against the vikings i swear to god i was rooting against us oh. <laughs> like i i was trying to but like the first pick six i was like good you know what fuck it i'm done like i was texting you guys i was like i'm out this is it. We're done. And then we came back. I was like, all right. Like, I'm happy to see JJ get his touchdowns. Like, he's just so good. How about so Addison? Zero. Zero. Addison, zero. Zero catches. I told you to pump the brakes on that best duo in the league. Um, but yeah, the best duo in the league is both of JJ's hands. <laughs> and that's the two best wide receivers in the league is his hands because we don't have another wide receiver we don't have another person on the team that can catch a football no it's crazy i mean what kirk had a hundred hundred and thirty nine yards passing 85 were to justin jefferson like, speaking <laughs> of this mm -hmm. i there was a time in the game speaking about like rooting against the vikings there's a time in the game that i was like maybe kirk should demand a trade and i think i would follow him <laughs> you would, like you would follow him to the team just like you know yeah you know how you like you just follow the quarterback like some of the brady oh, fans God. like went down to tampa like moved to tampa and then in 10 years someone's like lj you know you're from minnesota how did you become a tampa bay bucks fan you're like, exactly you know, follow kirk huge kirk cousins guy like i'm more of a player guy just kind of turned into a kirk cousins you know there was a point in the second quarter where i was like would that ever happen like could that mm -hmm. happen to me I, I was starting to feel that way yeah, but then if it, what if it was the Jets and then you just like trade yourself off to like a more frustrating franchise as, and then you're an Aaron Rodgers fan. Wow. Yeah. That's it. But I like the Jets, big Swifty, big Jets fan, all that. Love it. Yeah. No. They were kind of, they were kind of surprising on Sunday night. Didn't, didn't you guys think? 
Oh, it was no. impressive. They stayed in. I'm not done with the Jets. I'm not. I have not been done with the Jets. The only all. problem with that is now we get like at least if the Chiefs had steamrolled them, they might overlook us. Now they've yeah. got to like, go back to the drawing board. Like we were embarrassed on TV. You know, we got to have a dominant win next week in front of T Swift. Yeah. But you know they have they have back to back road games now you know and they have been shaky the Chiefs have so you know the the auto loss that we've predicted is it really an auto loss I don't know what do you guys think Um I think we had a chance until fuckhead Byron Murphy Jr decided to open his goddamn like you cannot play let's just get these rules out there you yeah. don't talk shit to a team before you play them when it's like the best team in the league. You're the reigning Super Bowl champs as if they don't have enough, you know, they don't have enough talent. Now they have bulletin board material with Byron Murphy coming out and saying he's going to talk shit to Travis Kelsey. Did you guys see this quote? And he's, he's the guy on our team that gets torched. Exactly. Like if you can fucking step in there, if you're the, you know, if you're Joey Bosa or uh, Nick Bosa or Micah Parsons and like you're putting the team on your back. And like Daniil like, Hunter even. Daniil Hunter could like talk a little shit. Daniil's starting to piss. Yeah. Or Harrison this week could this. definitely talk shit. You know, yeah, he's, Harrison trying, to, he's, talk he's shit. trying to hit in the holes. What was the quote? Yeah. I want to hear it. I didn't see it. So he was talking about Taylor Swift attending the game and he said that would be cool for sure. Not for him because we're because we're going to try to get our hands on him in front of her. I'm going to say something to him to get him going. Oh, we're going to get destroyed. Yeah. So Byron Murphy's coming out. like I'm going to go after their best player after Pat Mahomes, like someone he actually has to guard. Also matchup nightmare for Byron Murphy. I don't know what he's calling out. And then you're like, I'm going to go after this guy's girl. Like, bro, I'll tell you, I'm going to be saying some things to him. You yeah. should be like, yo, I'm already in Taylor's DMs. Like, you at least say, say? <laughs> Do you want to know how we're really, really fucked, though? Is um, Mahomes will have beaten every team in the NFL with, in, except for the Chiefs, obviously, because he played for the Chiefs with this win. Everybody? Fuck. Oh, my this God. So it took yeah. Brady forever to do that. Because the, because the last... The last so we're undefeated we Chiefs, against Patrick Mahomes. He was hurt. I don't think we played him. <laughs> no, we haven't played him. The last time we played him was uh, when it was when he was hurt with that dislocated kneecap, yeah. and they had Matt Moore come in, and Matt Moore actually beat us. <laughs> right. We that was a couple. That was like two, up. three years ago now. But we are Patrick Mahomes' final boss. Yeah, exactly. So he's he's already enthused coming in. Now Byron Murphy's going after mm. his guy. I mean, it's just like, like, shut the fuck up. Until yeah. you put a team on your back, shut the fuck up. No talking. Why are you talking? We're one of three. We don't need to. You should be silent. You should be silent. We, every player should be like, no, thank you. No, thank you. You know, the champs. No interviews. Done. I didn't we have to beat them. Yeah. Target is on our back, not Sunday. theirs. I was pissed. I was like, no touchdown celebrations, no sack celebrations. Like, you're on timeout. Like, <laughs> right. on yeah. Why are you partying? There's no, it's like, you're not allowed to party. No, I, I agree. Cause it, this is why I have faith in our team though. It's as if like, we like had full cardiac arrest and we were like revived because when you almost lose to the Panthers, th- mm-hmm. that's it. The game, yeah. the season's done. Right. So like, we basically like, we saw God and now we're coming back home and we're going, 
yo, I get to live another day. There has to be some level of like, holy shit, that could have been horrible. We can have an okay season still. Mm -hmm. Like it's still available to us, but we were 30 minutes away from like literally be talking about like what quarterbacks are available in draft. Well, on top of it, the Broncos did do us a favor as well on Sunday Mm -hmm. back and beating the bears. They did. Yeah. (laughs) was a huge, huge, huge opportunity for us. Um, So shout out to Russell for the first time this season. Wait, how did they help us just by beating a shittier team in our division? Instead of fourth, we're third. Exactly. It doesn't help us. If anything, I need them to win so they don't get Caleb Williams. We're chipping away. And we helped. They have the first and second pick, by the way. We helped the Bears by beating uh, Carolina. We need the Bears to start winning a little, huh? They get the Carolina pick too, so we just made that better. Listen, they're so bad. I listened to Courtney Cronin talking about them on ESPN, and it's they're they're really really bad. They might be they they're seriously going to get the first pick overall. Like I really don't have any qualms about that. We're going to beat them in a couple weeks here after we lose to the Chiefs, but the Bears are super super diseased in every way. Do you hear they had a, a hundred thousand dollars worth of video equipment stolen? Something's <laughs> going on with their their defensive coordinator Allen Williams. Like totally dysfunctional. It's like. You finally have your your boy Fields throw for 300 yards and you lose. I mean, come on. They were behind by, what, 21 points and they lost? Like, this is just not a a good look for them. They're done. Well, that's what's crazy because I actually think they do have their quarterback still If as long as you, like, build around them. So if they have, like, the top two picks, Fields can stick around. You just get a little bit more talent around him, he's going to be fine. Yeah, Caleb is a special, special talent. Caleb's comp in the NFL is Pat Mahomes. Like, this is... Yeah, you're taking you're taking Caleb Williams if you're the Bears at this at this point it looks like they're going to take him like how are we going to be able to move up to that first or second pick with the Bears it just won't happen if you're 25 teams in the NFL you dump your quarterback right now for Caleb Williams like good quarterbacks in the NFL get dumped immediately for this pick this is like next year when Caleb Williams is not on the Minnesota Vikings we're all biting our tongue here and what about okay how do you feel about Shador Sanders instead of Williams Luke go first (laughs) I mean he's he's not even in the same realm yet you don't think so he looked great against USC he looked looked very good had a very very nice pass threaded the needle between two guys got a nice arm but USC has an awful defense that's been proven for two years now Caleb Williams has the Heisman he took over uh, the starting role in Oklahoma over the number one high school quarterback, Spencer Rattler, a few years back. Like this guy, and now he's just coming out and he's six touchdown passes against Colorado. He has one turnover on the season. The kid is a freak. I'm a USC fan, and I'm even trying to be not biased. Like usually I shit on my own teams, as everyone knows from my buddy. <laughs> Six freak, and yeah. He's just incredible. He's just incredible, bro. Man, but, I want him. You know, he's he's going to be a bear. He's going to be a bear. Like, talk me out. Is he really so going to come tough, back? Man. Is he going to come back for his senior year to stay away from the Bears? Is that really what's happening? So that's not a bad he idea. Said, he said, uh, he said he can get paid more to stay in college, and he doesn't want to go to some teams. Basically, calling out Arizona doesn't want to go to Arizona. He did not name the Bears as a team he wanted to play for. He said he would like to play for the Raiders vikings giants like he said specific teams he would 
Uh, he said uh, Cowboys. He did say Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys isn't going to happen, but Cowboys was on the list. Like he named specific teams he would go to the NFL draft for, and he named and basically left out the teams that he would rather stay in college because of the NIL money he can make as much as he would in the NFL in college. So he might I think stay. I think it's tight that we're on the list, you know. That's we're on this short list. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you get to play with Justin Jefferson immediately. Like you've got to take that opportunity. Like, what would we have to trade for with the Bears to get that? It would be an insane. We'd have to literally give up the third. If we were the if we finished the third overall pick, you'd have to give up at to... least three first rounders, the next three first rounders. That's like the starting conversation. Every team will will do that. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a wild thing, but you know you who can't sucks? give up that much for one guy? That's you like have, that's a you death have nothing. He's a you generational. Everyone has such a hard on for Mahomes, and this is just like the spitting image of Mahomes. Yeah, and so this is like this is what it is. It's just yeah. he's just in, he has an insane value right now. Like the Niners his, gave if up, you're his agent, you're just whistling for you know. Like, Niners gave up two first rounders to get Trey Lance, or th- three, three first rounders to get Trey Lance, like. This is this is what the costs up there, but um, but again, you know who doesn't, who isn't good and not worth fucking trading up for? Bryce Young. Did anyone watch that game and yeah. go, "Damn, this is the number one pick. Like this kid's gonna be special." I didn't see we, one fucking. Play we held him off the this board. kid is special. Zero we touchdowns. We points. Yeah, exactly. Here's seven. Now, now come try to fight us against He's against the Vikings. The he worst defense. This kid sucks. I, I said it in the draft. CJ Stroud is looking is lighting the league on fire with 300 yard games, and Anthony Richardson is so much better than I was expecting this soon. Making yep. fucking hard sidearm throws, running like a fucking gazelle. They're so much better than Bryce. Impressive. Young. Yeah. That pick up. So, yeah, do we have any really positive takeaways from this game? That did we like figure anything yes, out? Yes. Yes. Let me say some things here. Wrote some things down about as milquetoast a performance on offense as, as we could have hoped for. Cousins, two really bad picks. You know, we can throw that one off when he got hit. Sure. We tried to run the ball a lot, which was weird to me. But I guess we really wanted to make it happen. We did it. But um, what was cool, encouraging points here we need to talk about. We finally got to the quarterback. But I do I put that on Bryce Young being shitty or our defense getting home? I don't know. I'm going to put it on Bryce Young being indecisive in a rookie quarterback well you know but, but also, at least we got some like, sacks you know smith got smith got involved finally he finally looked like his Jared old smith. self he had yeah. zero sacks last year he has two this last game Jared it's amazing to zero, see. Last year? zero they didn't zero. have him blitz ed donatel kept him in the backfield like a fucking idiot yeah. he did have four or five picks last year though so yeah he did you can see he sat back in coverage he has zero this yeah. year so yeah because like flores is starting to try to like open up some packages and do something a little bit different now, isn't he? Well, John sent that That's one what I'm video saying. It's encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. You sent that play where it was everybody on the line, and it's like, who the hell is coming? Who's dropping yeah. back? Like, it's great because he disguises all these things. That's that old school Zim so that's what I, I remember. Well, a little bit different. He had more of a gap control thing. But this one, I think we just confused Bryce Young. We came out with these weird kind of formations he'd probably never seen before, or they weren't even on tape. And so I think that really threw him off. So I don't, I don't put too much stock in our defense saying, oh, we're back or whatever. But it was definitely encouraging to see that, getting after the quarterback and um, 
you know, making him look uncomfortable. Honestly, if we didn't, honestly, if we didn't do that, then it's like, whoa, guys, we're really, really bad. Yeah, Cam Akers having like finally having a couple of moments with us. That was a great, great situation. Um, do you see like because there's been so much movement in the media about Cam and the locker room? Mm-hmm. Did you see Kirk's little statement? What did Kirk say? He was just like, oh, I really like, he's really great for the locker room. Basically like, <laughs> behind it. I mean, like, he's just been awesome energy. Great for the locker room. He's a great guy to have around. He's really like been integral in this like team energy or something. And I was like, all right. Kirk was it seemed like game. he has a little bit of a spark that we were talking about missing last yeah. week though. Right. Yeah. Like, he puts mm-hmm. everybody, I don't know. I just think he puts even like uh, Madison in check, which is always just valuable. Where it's yes. like, hey, you bring in a younger guy. He seems like he's got a little bit more giddy up in him. And um, I don't know. I he, he seemed like he was fighting for yards more than we've seen a running back this year do it. They both played well. It looked better than it has in weeks past. It was sad to see Ty Chandler completely out of the game plan. I thought he did enough mm-hmm. in the last game to warrant at least a few touches or a handful of plays. But, yeah, I mean, we we – we didn't go for the jugular like a lot of the games last year. I think they were playing it safe. Like, okay, Kirk's already thrown a couple of picks. Let's just run this clock out, get this win, get back on the board. Like if we were fucking airing it out, trying to just, you know, go deep for the rest of the game or get Addison involved because he hadn't been, then you run the risk of like getting another pick six and maybe losing that. And then that's crushing. But my big takeaway that I'm in, I'm so I'm going to go a little deeper on the nerdy side today because we were we we should have beaten the Panthers. I'm glad we did. But the big takeaway so far this season for me, Ivan Pace Jr., the undrafted linebacker that we talked about in the summer before the draft, even this kid is a revelation. He could be our line, our starting middle linebacker, and run this defense for the next ten years. The kid is ranked. In the entire NFL, um, from Pro Football Focus, which is what the NFL uses to grade players, he's ranked eighth in the NFL, which is wow. our list of any defensive player at any position, higher than Daniil, higher than everyone. He's eighth in the entire NFL in linebackers. That's awesome. Is that is he so is he getting a lot of tackles or what what, what is that rank? Yeah. Ton Got of tackles. So just because his head's on the ball all the time. He's just he's reading the plays. He's getting there. He's delivering the messages to the rest of the team where to move, what to see. Where did he go to school again? Cincinnati. Since, yeah, he's he's got a very sharp processing uh, brain. You can see he just the way he moves and how he kind of hunts for the ball. It's kind of fun watching him. Definitely, definitely watch number forty and how he directs traffic. I don't want to. I almost don't want to say this. It reminds me a little bit of Luke Keekley in terms of his presentation, pointing things out, just his his savviness and ball awareness. But yeah, I mean, it's it's very impressive to watch. Thanks for noting that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's small. He's undersized for the position. Usually, I think that's why he was passed over in the draft and went undrafted because he's only six foot. Usually, you want that, that guy to be like six four, six five, be able to see over the lineman. But it kind of he plays it to his advantage because he's fast. He gets in between the tackles that can't find him to block him. And he's blowing up these run plays deep in the backfield. Like he's a fucking, I'm, I'm really enjoying watching him grow. Um, as far as the rest of the defenders, I mean, we all know what the, what the problem is here. Cornerback, man, cornerback, a Caleb Evans is our highest ra- uh, rated cornerback at 39 
And then Byron Murphy, Mr. Loudmouth, is 96. Like, you're ranked 96th in the NFL in just cornerbacks, and you're out there yapping? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Safety can't I think, back. yeah. He's been really good. He's uh, he's ranked 8th. Josh Mattel is 13. Hitman, despite his really good game yesterday, uh, is ranked 29. But that's yeah. all, like, a decent group. The safeties aren't as bad as I was expecting. Wait, is Lewisine hurt? Yes. Always. So we got to remember. We got to remember now. Lewis seen plays Harrison Smith's position. Yeah, that's why we don't see him on the field. They like having Metellus being a rover out there with Smith. I don't know if you guys have noticed. They've been sending Metellus and Harrison Smith have been blitzing more than any other defensive back in the league by a wide margin. The hmm. third one is is Kyle Hamilton. So they just they're sending those two guys like crazy. And so I think, you know, Seen will probably get involved, I think, when Smith, um, you know, start, has an injury or something like that. But if he's always hurt or whatever is going on, if you have talent, you'll get on the field. Like, if, exactly. especially, like, when it comes to being a defensive back, like, there's so many of these intangibles that you go, you should be able, like, a great defensive back should be able to play cornerback, D back these like random little slot positions that they put out there every once in a while. Um, and you can't be an injury prone cornerback or safety. It just doesn't work. But, but you just said the, the key thing that upsets me is if you have talent, they find a way to get you on the field. You're out there. Somebody like Ryan Flores who comes up with creative packages and likes to rotate guys out. Like we got Marcus Davenport and DJ Wanham rotating. Like there's so many players you could put in at nickel or something and get three safeties out put him at free safety like he doesn't have to play strong safety uh it's like the guy theo jackson is who i want to see more of yeah Mm -hmm. safety out of tennessee we got in sixth round last year this kid is finding a way to get on the field he's playing both safety positions he's all over and he's played a way better than i was expecting and he's kind of a matchup nightmare six two safety is a big dude Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so who do you have out there on sunday if you you are brian flores everyone they're good enough to like keep a position and be like no one's getting on my field like everyone needs all hands on deck keep Daniil at his corner but like rotate guys out confuse the defense like until we get a better overall personnel we've got to just come up with shit and that's what Brian Flores is good at I just think Lewis scene won't get on the field like because you do have to see like yeah I like that call where it's like just one Maybe what you're seeing in practice doesn't translate to a game with some of these guys. They're all pro athletes. See who's a gamer. Yeah. Yeah, the kid fucking hit, man. At Georgia, he was lighting people up. And then even in the preseason, we were seeing highlights left and right. John and I thought he was going to be part of the opening day, like starting roster right away. And then every game he's like a scratch or he doesn't get on the field. I'm like, ah, what the fuck happened? Is he is he really hurt though? That was a weird right. hamstring injury. It wasn't really discussed. They didn't say it happened in practice. It was just like, boom, he's out hamstring. I thought well, that was a little strange too. And, and you and if yeah. you want to be a gamer, dude, like you look at I was watching like Dion's like little behind the scenes stuff going on into this week where he's like changing his sock and they cut his toe off. Like and and even Dion at the end of his career, he was one of those guys that was like injured, injury prone a little bit. But if you're actually a gamer, like you can't let like little hamstring things get in the way of you get on the field, especially if you're a defensive person. Ronnie Lott, man, cut his hand, cut yep. his finger off. Come on. No, he uh, no no no. He bit. 
he bit part of his pinky off (laughs) in order to play because they they said hey your your finger's too mangled to play so he's like well if i bite it off will i be able to play and they're like (laughs) oh my god i don't think he ended up i can't can't remember the name of that like what ended up happening with that story but yes he ended up biting a tip of his bite it off yeah. come on scene bite your fucking hamstring off get on the field <laughs> uh i yeah. mean it's like hamstring that is you know where you're getting like so much of your explosiveness from but still like we're fucking losing get on the field Absolutely. what has he been doing so much to even blow a hamstring <laughs> it's not playing football yeah right it's like did he do it on a jet ski this summer like he hasn't been doing shit and it's not as fun no I mean, going forward, we still need the O-line's got to get better. Uh, you know, every like the, the talent is there. This Austin Schlottman kid has actually stepped up kind of nice. For yes. February. Yes. First, it wasn't looking good, but now they've got a little bit of uh, camaraderie. So him and Ezra Cleveland are ranked 12th at their position. Uh, Ed Ingram is 22. Ryan O'Neill is elite. He's five. Darisaw Finally. Is- yeah, and Darisaw O'Neal and Darisaw finally played better. Less tackle bullshit. So yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy with that. But Ingram needs to sit down. We got to start exploring Dalton Reisner coming in there and yep. taking up that guard right guard spot because this Ed Ingram stuff happens every week. It's one or two plays that really cost us. That was the one. The Kirk Cousins pick. The the floating duck was on Ed, Ed Ingram. Was yep. was that ball was kind of out before he got hit though. But it's the pressure. He feels it, and then he throws quick because somebody was... tries to get rid of it. He doesn't. Yeah. You just start. It's like if you guys watched that pathetic game last night, the Danny Dimes stuff. It's like a lot of those throws weren't. And I hate Daniel Jones. I think it was the dumbest thing the Giants could have done. But eleven sacks. You like that's just the sacks. You've been pressured, you know, twenty five times. Like you just eventually start going, ah, fuck, they're coming again. Like, I got to get rid yeah, of Yeah, you get the yips and... Going on. Yeah, exactly. This so. game's so built on momentum, right? So it's like, oh I do God. see how that throws you off. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, look, the, the offensive line last year was elite. Now it's, like, kind of middle of the road, like, above average. Like, you, we, we need, similar to defense, like, we need all hands on deck. You got to find a way to make these average units above average. Like that, the corner the cornerbacks are terrible. Safeties are above average. Linebackers are pretty good. Um, Ivan Pace has been really good. Jordan Hicks is ranked 16. So like this is a very middle of the road. Obviously, our shining point is offense. With JJ being, you know, he's ranked he's rated two, but we all know he's the best. Um, Who's number one right now? I think Tyreek so far this season. Has oh been well, but like that's like fucking cheap code shit after that stupid game. I mean, what do you mean? Right, those in, stats in yards are right for so long. No, 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 in like in rating. So in Pro Football Focus PFF ranks oh. rating, they have him one just because he's like blasting through man coverage and finding holes in zone. Like he's really so difficult to defend. So oh. for Sunday, I mean, obviously Travis Kelsey beyond our game plan of talking shit about Taylor Swift. Yeah. Who else? What else can we do on defense side to really, really get to Patrick Mahomes? Because at the end of the day, like it's Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. They're the rest of their receivers have not been that great this season. You no, got Sky Moore, you got, huh? 
Rashi Rice dropped a door. You know, these guys all have just gotten worse. The unit is right. Bad. It is a below His weapons average. Unit. Are just yeah. not what they were. Kadarius last. Tony. Kadarius Tony is now who we thought he was. Um, no, I really thought he would have a huge year. Didn't look that great. He's had a couple bad drops early in the year. First game. Um, you know what? I even look at, I even look at the Chiefs in general here. They, they're both of their tackles have committed a ton of penalties. They had some pr- a pretty bad face mask in the end zone. I don't know if you guys saw that. That resulted in a safety. They had a couple mm-hmm. bad holds, which was negated. bullshit, by the way. What a all right. Well, say what you like, yeah. though. They've committed these <laughs> yeah. penalties. They've committed yeah, yeah. these penalties, and they didn't cover the spread against the Jets. So this team is fallible. They lost to the Lions, right? And yeah. they didn't look the only team, the only game they looked great against was the Bears. And again, mm-hmm. the Bears are we've discussed in length here a little bit are the worst totally league. trash. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they have back-to-back road games now. They barely snuck by the Jets. And now they got the Vikings. Now, do we take this as an opportunity? Hey, can we sneakily beat them? And does that cover our loss against the Bucks? I don't know, but I'm saying here, it's like, it's like, this is an opportunity for us early in the year to potentially steal one against the chiefs. Now I'm not saying we're going to go out and beat them, but I'm saying they are fallible. They do have their holes. If we can get to Mahomes early and often, I think we have a shot at potentially covering the spread five and a half. You know, so what do you guys, your auto loss? You think I'm really- saying cover the spread five and a half. Just cover the spread. You're just going based on betting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cover the spread. You didn't get your Adam Thielen touchdown, but I think what you could potentially bet on this week that would be a a lock against the Vikings would be a Jarrett McKinnon touchdown. You're going Jarrett. He's like, Pacheco he's looked, looked good. He's had a couple. But Pacheco's looking very good. No, but McKinnon against the Vikings, I'm telling you. Yeah, they love. They love the player coming back home type thing. Oh, yeah. And he's like, it's so rude. Like, it's so mean. Like, we're the one that gave you a fucking chance. We put you on the map. You went and got paid elsewhere. You died after you left us. And now you want to come back and fuck us? Yeah. You know, I might might, uh, text you, John, to put in a McKinnon touchdown for me. Look, I can't California. I can do it. Yeah. Okay. We can work something I think, out here. I think early in the season is always when the Chiefs are at their most vulnerable. They always, I mean, I think I'm almost certain they're um, undefeated in the final month of the season in Pat Mahomes' career. So all of his losses come early, and then they figure it out as they go, and they start to get the momentum late, and then they're back in the playoffs, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, there is a there is a possibility that the Vikings go, we remember who we were last year. We got the home crowd. We're coming in, you know, and we actually could get a win. It's just you need to get pressure on Pat Mahomes. You need to stay patient in your lanes. Don't let him outside because that's when he starts doing his magic and picking up first downs with his feet and pissing off the defense. It's gonna, it's it's tough. I mean, I think you got to go back to the zone defense that gave them fits two seasons ago. But mm-hmm. we're gonna be blitzing. Pat Mahomes picks those up quick, and he likes to just dump it to receivers. Like this is gonna be a tough one. We got to get pressure. If Daniel can get off his wall, their shooting receiver, their questionable receivers can come into play. Yeah, no, if they drop key passes and get off the field with a couple, you know, three and outs, that starts to upset Pat. And that's when Pat starts to take risks. And then we could get some turnovers like that, that, that interception he had um, on Sunday with the jets where he just like 
tried to lob it over two guys and they just caught and he was like my bad my bad like he he takes these risks thinking like this is a team that's below me i can take this risk so good capitalize on that but byron murphy shut the fuck up then again with byron murphy taylor swift is probably going to ruler in kelsey's career so it's nice to just kind of start biting at his heels <laughs> this is hey guys huge point here is taylor coming to minneapolis I think she might be. Yeah. I think and then, what, is... and then what if she doesn't? And then it comes down to her being the good luck charm for Travis Kelsey. Well, so far, Travis has not looked good in front of her. His usual superstar Hall of Fame numbers have not been coming this season. But that scares the shit out of me again because it's like, because, the dude, that... we all know Taylor Swift sings it in all of her songs. She's an exhausting girlfriend. <laughs> exhausting. The worst of them. He's staying up late. She's texting too much. Like she's at the game because she just wants to make sure he's not cheating. Like she is hovering. That's what's happening. She's just like, I just got to make sure he's not cheating. He's like, babe, I'm at the game. Like you can watch it on NBC. And he's like, she's like, ah, I'm going to sit by your mom and make sure everything's cool here. I got a good view from where I'm at. Thanks. Yeah. So he's not cheating with a cheerleader or what? Even I don't even believe that yeah. this relationship is real. I honestly I think this is like WME, like came up with this idea with the NFL and with Taylor Swift, the Arrows tour you. and like, and with fucking Pfizer and uh, yeah, you know, like What's Travis that? Kelsey. That commercial, Travis with his fucking band-aid. My respect level went from like, that's why i'm i'm claiming deep state on this this is a deep dark illuminati everybody grab their hat and put it on we need a tinfoil hat um session of yeah we need yeah everybody grab their conspiracy for the week i'm 100 with lj they fucking showed her ass and then the next commercial i've never seen a taylor swift commercial on espn I've been watching. Yes, the Arrows tour came right on afterwards. They showed for a movie she's doing, like Arrows tour, fucking horrible garbage. Why would she ever have to advertise the the Arrows tour? When you ever see an artist advertise their tour on TV? Well, it's it's a movie sold out. Oh, it's a movie. It's a movie, uh, like a documentary of her tour. Even stupider movies. The only time you ever see movies of like the the uh the tour is like it shows up on amazon or and whatever and you're like oh wow okay justin bieber has it behind the scenes i didn't know I like that, uh, that bieber one was good of course well bieber's like that the greatest great. of all time yeah that was a great one one that's so funny action. though I, it's so phony you can tell they're gonna sh- they're gonna program. show her like 20 fucking times she's gonna be in minneapolis she's gonna go to the poor house i don't even know what to watch tom's watch bar i don't know what she's gonna do down there right go like, any of those places she's gonna go private jet u.s bank private jet 100 not hanging out maybe flies into uh, what eden prairie right yeah flying cloud Okay, so back to the football side of this. So if we do find a way to pull off a win against the Chiefs, then I have to abandon all hopes at Caleb because that'll just be gone. But then we get the Bears, and with that, we could be back to 3-3 three and three with a whole new outlook on the season. If we win, I know John's going to be getting – he's going to lose his mind. He's going to be excited. He's going to start yeah. seeing Super Bowls and, like, all these different things in his brain. Luke, we haven't really seen you go through the shift of a season like this. How quickly do you turn from doom and gloom to wait? 
I might need to just check really quick how expensive Vegas tickets are. You don't. You don't. I don't. I <laughs> you don't. We well, just be, because the price of the ticket doesn't matter. I'm saying, do, when do you check? Just like, oh, maybe, maybe I'm going don't. to Vegas. No, You're always doing glue. I uh, yeah, because I've seen fucking Blair Walsh and I've seen Gary Anderson. I've seen all these things happen that I'm like, if I let my heart get hurt again, like. I don't know if I'll if I'll if I'll survive this time. You know, you just get hurt so many times. Like even if we were up 15 in the Super Bowl, I would go. You remember the Atlanta Falcons were up 28-3. We're still fucked. Then they like, like they do a close shot and it's Gary Anderson like waving and we're all like, why the fuck did you just show Gary Anderson? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like Fred Favre shows up standing next to Gary and Blair and they're like hand in hand. I'm like, no, <laughs> the fucking three horsemen. That would actually be like the funniest like troll Super Bowl commercial. You so if, if some point I wouldn't even see. I wouldn't even be like happy. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I would honestly produce that commercial. It'd be kind of funny. Just like nee, nee, nee. I like, can tell you, close. if we beat the Chiefs, my brain turns on, <laughs> and I, everything like I'm optimistic now. But if we beat the Chiefs, everything changes in my brain. It's so the Chiefs obviously, and then we go to Chicago. We should win. If we don't, panic button. It's gonna be uh, a close game. It's gonna be a close game. Okay. So and do you climb back the into the coffin? Do you climb back into the coffin though? If we get blown out, blown out by the Chiefs. I'm already in the coffin. What am I climbing back into? I'm laying in the coffin. I'm just <laughs> close it. I mean, it's fun being a Vikings fan because sometimes you get to see great quarterback performances on the other side. So I have no problem with the other <laughs> side. No, it's not. You, we've it's seen some so of the greatest. Good. Have you ever like you watch historic like like any any uh, NFL like the old docs? It's all Vikings. All Vikings, yeah. purple, just chasing some <laughs> hero down the field and oh, just yeah, being no, like, wait, what happened? It's a serious problem. Every fucking time I see a highlight, it's like Michael Vick splitting the defenders, then Dallas going deep, and then, you know, Pittsburgh, and you're just like, the Raiders. Like, fuck, man. Can we get off these goddamn the highlight reels? We're highlight reels. just we really piling are. over us. I'm like, what the fuck? Everybody kills us. Yes, hey, so, so, Luke, you do know the Raiders curse conspiracy we discussed last year, right, about the Vikings? Are you aware of that? I know a few yes. Raiders services, but which one are you? Remember this one, LJ, with with the no. with the the conspiracy, the Raiders conspiracy curse with the Vikings. Remember how how they were playing them in the Super Bowl, yeah. and well, yeah. re, re, remind me of that one. So there was a um, you know the, the no, owner. you remind us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 It was the owner of the. Um, Mark Raiders? was it Mark Davis? Yes, yeah. owner of okay. the Raiders. Oh, was... the guy with the little yeah. he's got the dumb and dumber Alvin. haircut. Alvin. Yes. Oh man. What about this though? I gotta I gotta find it. <laughs> I, I... He just knows it's good. It's good. He just he doesn't know what they were good. they were going, they were going for the uh moving from the AFL to the NFL, and the Vikings were one of the teams like to block them, I believe. Man. I gotta find this curse again. Do you though, think but Al da- I don't think Mark Davis yes. has the ability to curse. Al yeah, Davis. Al, Al Davis. Al Davis. Yeah. No. It's a clown. Wait. Um, okay. But how? How did you? How did they curse? I need to know everything. He's got to pull it up first. But there was gonna- there was something about the NFL AFL merger, 
and the Raiders wanted to be involved. And the one team that didn't want them to be involved was the Vikings. And so after that, we were like never we were ne- never able to win a Super Bowl because they oh, the they were AFL NFL merger forced. Oh my I gotta god! Fi- I got to find this back but up. What I need I to know go. is how they actually do these curses and like how I can learn. <laughs> he felt he felt like the NFL was against his team from being successful. That's what it was. Yeah, they crushed the seventies. We suck. We had the Fran Tarkenton years and some NFL championships before they changed it to the Super Bowl when uh, after the merger, and we haven't had one since. And they beat us in the Super Bowl as a result. It was sort of like a fuck you to the Vikings. Got yeah, it. So that everybody has highlights against us. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I but can't believe. Well, yeah. I was going to say so far this season, we've had the 12th hardest strength of schedule. And for the rest of the season, we have the 16th hardest remaining. So it doesn't really get any easier. But that's middle much... of the pack. That means yeah, like exactly. we just have an average saying, schedule. Like, but we're one in three so far in that middle of the pack schedule. Yeah. You know, we still got the still got the Chiefs. We still got the Niners, both at home. Thankfully, we got the Packers uh, twice. We got Cincinnati. New Orleans defense looks nasty. Hopefully, Denver doesn't figure it out before we get to them. We should beat Atlanta. We should beat Vegas. I only saw the box score with um, the Packers in Detroit. Did the Packers actually keep up with Detroit? The Packers? No, they they look like bitches they finally no they look really bad how i thought they would in the beginning jordan love jordan love terrible terrible under pressure one Mm. of the worst quarterbacks under pressure i can't wait for us to assault him with with uh brian flores defense can't wait him or whatever murphy jr (laughs) yeah he's looking to assault now and they just lost boxiari Obviously been there, you know, Hall of Fame level left tackle for years now. And it looks like he might just retire midseason because he's had four yeah, surgeries on his knee in three years. Like he's that's over. So their O-line is not going to get any better. Um, doesn't look like they're going to trade for Jonathan Taylor. So that looks like that's going to be their team. But yeah, they're they're easily beatable. I'm not impressed by Jordan Love whatsoever. It's crazy. <clears throat> Okay. Oh, and then the fucking NFL decided to change their rules on gambling mid-season and yeah. granted Jameson Williams and all the cheater-ass Lions players, like, hey, by the way, you guys can play this week. What? They were supposed to be out till week seven. Now Jameson Williams is back. That's so such you a You should jerk. be able to bet, though. I love it that these guys can bet. Sure, but they got arrested under the rules. I would love to see, like, JJ at halftime Put up a huge like twenty thousand dollar bet to himself anytime like, touchdown. Hey yeah, and just be like, dude, we all getting rich today. Bet on yeah. me. I'm betting on myself. Yep, craziness. Mm-hmm. This all right, is where guys. we are. This is week four. We're this is a very undecided team. We are in a dangerous fandom territory right now. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. The precipice of deciding how we go about the rest of the year falls on this week. Because look, if we fight hard against the Chiefs, we go, okay, you know what? We've we've seen the best and we can match the best. If we get blown out, fuck it. Blow it up. So what are our scores? What are we feeling? I think we lose, but we cover. I think it's like I think it 
more high scoring than people. Have. I mean, 35, 31 chiefs. There we go. They're like an extreme version of us. They've got the much better quarterback, obviously, but they only have one receiving threat similar to JJ and Kirk. Their defense is way overrated with one great player, Chris Jones. They're, they're like a, you know, they're like the successful version of us. So I'll say 34, 28. Who chiefs? Yeah. 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 yeah, Chiefs. Yeah. 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 He's not going, he's not going Vikings. Betting against your own team. I bet against us every week, baby. You always have. (laughs) <laughs> no, I took us against the Panthers. I actually took us against the Bucks too. So first time betting against that. us. Okay. What I was you just saying the Vikings. Come on, Mister Positive. I like I like twenty one seventeen Vikes. I think the only way seventeen is Pat I, not showing up. I, I just think I, I think the only way we win this is just like some odd, messy, yeah. little bit of a turnover battle. They scored seventeen against the Jaguars. I just, I, I, I just am seeing like a little bit of a messiness. I don't see us like. I think that's us firing on all cylinders, but like obviously, there's yeah. going to be stumbling of blocks, and then somehow we kind of irk this thing out. I'm going twenty four twenty one. I'm sticking with the Vikings. How cute! I know. That's right. All, you, you've never all bet friends. against the Vikings with money, though, right, Luke? No, no, I usually don't bet in general. Okay, I don't, I don't ruin the. I'm no Pete Rose, bro. I'm not trying to get suspended. Uh, J- Johnny, what uh, what bets you got on the line this week? Yeah, I don't really like. I said I don't really bet the Vikings, and uh, if I was to do that, if I was to do that, it'd probably be the over. I would say. Well, what game. do you have for like NFL in general this week? Bet wise, I haven't. I haven't looked at it. Have you been betting with uh, Colorado at all? Are you caught up in that hype over there? What do you mean? With the Buffaloes, are you are you caught up in the Dion primetime hype? Oh yeah. Um, I'm. I mean, I'm hearing a lot about it. I'm seeing a lot about it here, and obviously, like at the supermarket, people are running around with Buffs stuff everywhere. It's like the buzz. People are talking about it in general, like at work, and people, you know what I mean. They'll share with you their feelings on it, but. Um, yeah, I think it's it's kind of cool that they're that they're finally like on the you know, on like the, they're spotlighted national spotlight. It's like everyone's like thinking who are the Bucks playing this week. It's super cool. Like I saw USC driving in uh, with the um, three coach buses with like police escort. You know, it's cool to see like they they you know they felt like it was a moral victory. They played really well against SC. That's yeah, and deal. so it's like the, down the, buffs, the buffs were were always on the map in the '90s. They were like a big, big time team, like top ten team for years. So, do I think they're going to get back to that? Absolutely. Just just by the fact that you know people are going to want to go play for Dion prime time. It's like who was that one skier be. that was also like a punt returner at the Buffaloes? That was like was awesome. it uh, was it Jeremy Jeremy Ross? Is that right? You're close with Jeremy. You're right there. You're somewhere. No, that's uh-huh. U.S. gold medalist uh, Jeremy. Uh, he was he played for the Eagles, right? Jeremy, he was he, No, no, this guy. Oh man, yeah, he was like a he to it. He was like um, he he didn't play in college because he got banned for getting money skiing for Team USA. 
right? So, um, I think a good spread for the week is Chicago at Washington. I still think Washington sucks asshole, even if they gave the Eagles a tough time. Um, Chicago. Plus Jeremy Bloom. Ass. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Jeremy Bloom. <laughs> Jeremy Bloom was sick, dude. One of my favorites. What about uh, Ravens minus four and a half against the Steelers? Ravens, I see them at minus three and a half. And I would take that. Fuck that. Yeah. I don't know, man. I still, I always think the the Steelers have a shot because their defense is so good. But fuck, that offense has been bad. They're 29th in the league in yards per game, 29th in points. Like, they got to fix that. So, yeah, for now, I would definitely, I think the Ravens. Those those divisional games are always so tight. Is that where OBJ is now, though? Yeah, but he's OBJ does not play football. OBJ is sitting with Louis Louis Seen catching catching some plays. All right, all right. How about how about you know I'm waiting for him. He's on my fantasy roster, just waiting. I'm ready for him. I'm gonna be waiting. What do you guys think? Arizona plus three and a half against who? Bengals. Bengals. They're at home. They're at home. Arizona has been tough. Bengals get it together. Josh Dobbs has impressed me, dude. And where has where has Burrow been? Nowhere. Oh, but I just traded for him last night in fantasy, so I'm hoping this is the week against a shitty-ass Arizona Why? team. I have Burrow. You can't you be go. betting against Burrow. Like, dude, he's just having a money slump. His money's holding him back for like a second. He's buying houses, sports cars, going out all the yeah, time. Yeah, he just got paid. Dude's finding ways to You stay. can't bet against Joe Burrow. He is still going to be like one of the faces of the league. He's not going anywhere. Three He's weeks been doesn't do any justice to put him out. The calf strain has given him fits, but whatever, man. Now he's got four weeks under his belt. Jamar Chase is clapping at him. He's pissed. Jamar Chase said after the game, I'm always open. I'm always fucking open. So that's a wow. direct shot at Joe Burrow. Like, throw me the fucking ball. That's his boy. Fractured his rib. Now it's time. Like, just dump, dump, dump to, to Jamar Chase. Crazy. He only had 70 yards, you know? No. No, he's got to get it to him. All right. This is Vikings banter. Right. We got to get out of here. Midweek slump. Rocking and rolling. Skull Vikes. Skull. God bless you all. Roll. Tom's. Old Tom's. <laughs> <laughs> I love John just left. <laughs>